0: My next guest is an award-winning entrepreneur who believes in a world where people wake up in a safe, warm, comfortable bed. Please welcome Sarah Poynton-Ryan. Welcome to the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Anna-Patricia Bourgeois, Certified Business Coach. I am here to help you up-level, Generate consistent wealth, increase your confidence, attract dream clients and master your mindset so that you can fully own your power and achieve next level results in your online business and beyond. Every week, a powerful conversation will take place with amazing guests or I'll share from my experience to help inspire you to start and scale the business of your dreams while being powerfully you. The time has come to stop playing small, stop hiding, and stop waiting. Now is the perfect time for you to passionately pursue your heart's desire as the powerful leader you were born to be. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I am here today with Sarah. Hi, Sarah. How are you? I'm great, thank you. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. I'm so excited you are here. Please feel free to share with us even deeper, like who you help, what you do, what your story is.
1: So uh, my name is Sarah Poynton. I'm based in the UK and I have a, a group of companies, but they are all focused within the property space. So the ethos of my business, the vision of my business is to create safe, warm, comfortable homes for people, whether that is homeless people from tents to beds or whether that is training people in my coaching company to create warm, safe, comfortable beds for others. Everything we do, I believe in a world where everyone wakes up in a safe, warm, comfortable bed. So all of my decisions in my businesses has led towards that
0: bigger vision. Yes, that's amazing. I love that. So where does that idea come from, from truly helping these people uh, being in safe, comfortable homes? Like, where does this idea come from and how has it changed your life? So
1: I uh, used to be in recruitment back in my corporate life, and I worked, uh, lived and worked in a place called Milton Keynes in the UK, which is just north of London, and every day I would go into the office, and every day I would take my lunch break, and I would walk from where my office was into the main shopping centre area of the town, and every day I would walk past the homeless community that were in tents under bridges, and over the years that just got bigger, and bigger, and bigger, and more people, and more Mm -hmm. tents and then it was not just that bridge but other bridges and I I, for a new town so Milton Keynes is only like 50 years old it's it's a brand new town and for us to have such an issue around homelessness in our town it started to get me to like research into it look into a lot more and I started doing a lot of work with people like the YMCA here in the UK and I started to understand that we have a real Issue around available homes for people, mm-hmm. um, and I think that just triggered um, the decision in my world to try to have a commercially viable entity, a business that also was able to contribute to the world in a positive way. Um, I think there is a, a a way that you can balance socially responsible investing to create commercially viable mm-hmm. opportunities whilst also doing good things for other human beings. And so for me, um, that th- that's really what it's all about.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. That sounds so, so good. I mean, every time we give and share from our hearts and we just truly really want to help others, I feel like we are such in a place where we feel fulfilled and happy. And I can tell by just talking to you that you truly are passionate about what you do. And I just love it so much.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's a... Um... Sometimes it's, it's difficult, you know, there's a, definitely a yeah. balance between charitable endeavours and commercially viable business mm-hmm. endeavours um, and trying to strike the balance with that is sometimes hard um, in an industry that is very much driven around money and often yeah. green. Um, so it's, it's hard, it has its challenges, but I love it. I love what I do in all the different aspects of what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, challenges
0: Yeah, I love that. So I know from your Instagram page that, you posted about the misconceptions about you. <laughs> I love that post. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want to talk about the one where you say that business that are successful are not always meant to be happy. Um, so can you tell us more about that?
1: As in you see success online. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily guarantee that the, the people behind it are happy. Yeah, what they're doing, exactly. Right? So I think social media is a um it's a brilliant tool but it can be completely the opposite of that as well we I I don't know about everybody listening to this but I'm sure some people would definitely relate to this when I go on social media and I see what other people Mm -hmm. are doing I instantly start to get this kind of voice in my head like hold on they've been doing it less time than me and they're doing more than I am and hold on they've they've (laughs) achieved a bigger profit hold on they're driving a better car, or hold, and I kind of start to beat myself up a little bit about the fact that I'm not enough, and I, mm. I'm less than. And I think social media gives us a very easy way of beating ourselves up for not being good enough, right? Yeah. And so I also think it's really important to understand that when you see something on social media, it's the shiny version of somebody' life. It's somebody's life. It's a polished representation. It's not real in the fact that it's, whilst it is real, it's not the truth. Does yeah. that make sense? It's not the whole truth. Yeah. And I think what people have to understand is that when you're having really down days, so I, I had a, a not a great day yesterday. And yesterday I worked in my pajamas on my sofa <laughs> with trash on the chips, with cups of tea all day, because I just wasn't really in the zone for like making stuff happen. Today I'm back in my flow, I'm good, everything is good. But yesterday, I wasn't excited to jump on social media and tell the whole world I was having a rubbish day and things were not working out for me. But today, I've been on social media talking about really great stuff. And I think the thing about the misconceptions that people have of me, and I think this is something that a lot of people struggle Mm -hmm. with, is we feel like we have to present this version of our life to the outside world of what we think other people want to see or expect. And actually, you can see somebody online who is incredibly successful in principle online, But sometimes when you dig deeper, they're in fact really unhappy with a lot of aspects of their life. And I've definitely had periods of my life where I internally, my inner narrative has been in quite a dark place. And yet the outside world would look at my life and think it's okay for her because she's got X, Y, and Z. And actually, when I'm at home on my own, by myself, with my own inner narrative, it's not a very happy place. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, not, it's not a permanent position, and it's not something I'm in now, but I've definitely been through it. I think it's important that people recognize that what they see online isn't always the full story. And so to not, the point is, don't compare yourself mm. to other people's, 50% of someone else's story.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh, this is so good. Everyone needs to hear this episode right now. <laughs> <laughs> It's just so true. Oh my
1: gosh! It's so easy to compare yourself with what we see. And again, like I've got clients who come to me and they say, "Well, hold on, like you're billing X, Y, and Z pounds. You're you're doing this. You know, you're doing six, seven figures, whatever it is you're doing. I'm only doing like four figures." And I say, to him well, I've been doing it six years, and you've been doing it six minutes. Like, what do you expect?" (laughs) You're not going to be able, you can't compare yourself like your day one with someone else's day 20. Do you know what I mean? You have to own your own space and your own moment in time um, and try not to compare yourself with other people. And I think that post was um, from a place of don't assume that you know what's going on because you see half of a story online
0: yes absolutely and it also goes to like watching all these people being so successful like we never know what they're going through behind the scenes as well absolutely. maybe they're going through a tough period so always remind yourself of that that everyone's going through things right now and even if they're picture perfect social media uh-huh. says order wise they're probably going through some stuff everybody's um, going
1: through something at some point yeah and, you know i since i started i've definitely had some chasms of dark like and then I've also had like (laughs) huge peaks where things are amazing and then most of the time you kind of bubble between those two kind of ups and downs but anybody in an entrepreneurial space in a business space or a leadership position it's really normal to have ups and downs and a lot of the time just because the way we're hardwired we are either either in one end of the spectrum or the other we kind of we we very rarely just sit in the middle ticking along we kind of have this up and down situation and that can be hard i think not Mm. a lot not enough people talk about the fact that that's really normal and you're not odd or strange or weird or failing because you're having periods of time where you don't feel like it's all working for you or you don't feel in control or motivated or whatever it might be it's okay to have days weeks periods of time that you don't feel like you're getting it right all the time and actually it's those down periods that actually help elevate you in the future because you
0: learn a lot more
1: from things going wrong <laughs> than you do from things going right
0: yeah exactly Ugh, i just love this conversation so much and I know it's going to be so valuable for so many people Um, I also want to talk about you know the fact that you, we have to have big dreams in life and we have to know exactly what we want and go for it, but also give ourselves some grace, you know, and give ourselves some space to truly digest everything and truly know that we're in this for the long term and that if we stay the course, if we just show up every day, things are going to start coming for us and things are going to start really Mm -hmm. going the way we want them to go so what would you say to someone who's maybe going through that right now and they don't maybe see the finish line or you know things are rough for them right now like what would you say to them so i
1: think one of the things i would say is that there's a difference between motivation Mm -hmm. and discipline yeah right so we can be motivated I don't know about you, but like when you're out with friends and you agree to like plans and then you get home and three weeks later, you're like, oh, I don't really want to go to that thing. (laughs) In the moment, you're motivated, you're excited, you're pumped up, you want to do the thing. And then when you actually think about it, I've got to get ready, I've got to get on a train, I've got to book a hotel, I've got to do the thing. Like it becomes a bit of a chore, right? So you lose motivation. In business, especially, you have to remember there's a difference between motivation and discipline, Mm -hmm motivation is what drives you to do something in peaks at you know you have a peak of energy and you you get up and you're energized and you get on with it and then but the next day you feel like slower not as energized and it's because your motivation for that thing has run out whereas discipline if you can teach yourself to be disciplined discipline is what takes over when motivation and motivated energy disappears because motivated energy will eventually disappear. You know, we've all been to those events where we leave and we're really hyped up and pumped up and we're ready to go and take on the world and then we get home and real life happens and we're like oh hold on well how do i get back to that feeling and it, it's almost impossible. Mm-hmm. Whereas discipline when you bring discipline to the table and you you show up even just small consistent every single day you do one thing that's just a little bit more than you did yesterday and just show up a little bit in a disciplined consistent way actually you'll find that the finish line gets to you eventually because mm-hmm. you are just plugging away at it one step at a time and if you keep moving you will get there it's when you stop because you allow that motivated energy to mm. buckle you you it goes up and then it drops off off the cliff if you then don't do anything else after that point you'll never get to the finish line
0: Mm -hmm. oh my gosh so true so I want you to talk now about your successes and what was the biggest accomplishment for you in your life or your business I want you to brag a little bit about what you do or your clients testimonials um and yeah share with us how amazing you are
1: (laughs) so I think for me there's a there's a few things I've got personal achievements which are for for Mm -hmm. me and things that I will be proud of for me and then I've also got things I've been able to achieve for other people through having the business Mm -hmm. that I have and I think the first one I'll share is, is the personal one so when I started this business that I'm in now I started five and a half years ago my first business that I started in 2012 Pretty much went bust. It wasn't kind of a a formal thing, but it was losing money hand over fist, and I was about sixty thousand pounds in debt. I got married Mm -hmm. in September two thousand and fifteen, and at that point, I was sixty thousand pounds in debt, and I hadn't spent it all on a wedding. Unfortunately, I'd like spent it all on just trying to keep my business. (laughs) And we went away after that, after the wedding, and we were talking about the next chapters of our life and what did we want to do next, and everything came back to not having any money. And I decided in that week away that that wasn't going to be my life. I I really wanted to make sure that, you know, I've always worked hard, but I just felt like I had nothing to show for it. So uh, in November 2015 is when I started the business with £60,000 of debt and no idea what I was doing. I just kind of (laughs) guessed my way through it. Which again, as you're starting businesses, it's okay to feel like you're winging it. Most of us are at the beginning. That's totally normal. Um, you learn how to kind of nail what you want to do and, and find your lane eventually. But you know, to start with, most people are kind of just guessing their way through it. Um, and I did that. And I, it, it took me 23 months. But I managed to clear my £60,000 of debt in 23 months. Wow. And that for me was because i'd cleared the debt and i'd also been able to sustain my life as well Mm so i i built a hundred thousand pound in my first 12 months i'll I'll be honest i probably worked more than i've ever worked in that year more hours uh, late nights early mornings i really did go to town on it but I knew that there was kind of an end game, which was I needed to clear my debt and mm-hmm. I did it. I didn't do it in a year. That was the goal was to try and do it in 12 months. And I failed that, but that's okay. I did it in 23 months. And so for me, that will always be one of the biggest achievements because that was a huge turning point in my life because with with debt, I don't think, and people that are listening to this that have debt will understand that whether we say it out loud or not, it's something that sits as a burden in the back of our minds all day, every day. Mm when you go to a shop and you want to buy a pizza, when you want to order takeaway, when you want to go for a drink with your friends, you want to take your mum for a coffee. If you have got debt, Mm -hmm. all day, every decision you make that has any kind of financial kind of contact will be, can I afford it? Can I afford it? Can I afford it? Can I afford it? And actually that takes up a lot of energy, whether we realize it or not. Mm -hmm. And the day I paid off my last bit of my credit cards, I cried massively <laughs> because I was really proud of myself, yeah. but also there was this distinct moment of, well, hold on. I actually, everything I've got's mine now. Mm-hmm. I don't, obviously I have mortgages on my homes, so that's a slightly different thing, but I'm talking about bad debt, like credit card debt loans, these sorts of things that weren't really serving me. And that change at that point was a, was a real kind of poignant moment because it allowed me to do what I do now. Um, and then I think the other biggest achievement, if I want, if I'm going to brag a little bit, I feel really <laughs> proud. Um, I so we've got I've got a tenant. His name's Kevin, and. I work with the YMCA and the winter night shelter that we have here during the winter. So, and they, they're a charity that support uh, people sleeping on the streets basically. Mm -hmm. Um, And whilst we've helped lots of different homeless people over the years, um, it's very rare for me because I have a team now of people that go and actually like meet the people in the houses and hand over keys. We've got a lettings team and all that sort of stuff. So I'm very much a leader of a business, but I don't always meet the people that we kind of serve and um not so long ago it's probably about eight months ago there was a guy called kevin and he was sleeping in a tent behind a tesco's which is like a supermarket i don't know if you have tesco's over there but um it's like a big supermarket chain and he was sleeping in a tent behind the supermarket and he approached the winter night shelter because he needed some food and stuff they introduced him to me and we had a flat that was available so we like met Uh, he kind of went to the winter night show on the weekend and we had him in a bed by the Wednesday night. And I, because there was a lot of stuff going on with the team, they were all busy because it was such short notice. I was able, I was actually the person that went and met him and moved him in and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, to to watch a grown man take the keys for a home, having moved out of a tent into an actual flat, it was something I was really proud of. And the fact that my business and the team that we have is able to impact lives in that way is something that I'm pleased we get to do.
0: Wow. I got chills because this is so good. (laughs) Thank you so much for what you do. You're truly changing lives. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Awesome. So I asked this to everyone who comes on the podcast and I'm really curious to know your answer. What does being a powerful leader mean to you?
1: I think the power of a leader is actually in the people that they lead Mm. and the way that they lead. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, I couldn't do
1: what I do without the glue that hold it all together, which is my team and my family and my friends who support me um, unconditionally, mostly unconditionally, not always, (laughs) but most of the time unconditionally. Um, My husband, whenever I have a crazy idea to go and do something, he's generally supportive, but sometimes he's like, really? Are you sure about this? Um, I think being a powerful leader the word powerful I have to say is not something that I I particularly feel very comfortable with and I think that's just because of the um the nature of my background and history and stuff like that um I feel like I want to be on the same level as the people in my team and even the clients that we work with I don't see myself as being above them I see myself as being part of them Mm -hmm. um I just happen to be the CEO of my group but I couldn't I surround myself with people that are better than I am at the things that they do so you know my operations team I couldn't do what they do I think they're incredible and they keep things running and ticking along and my job is to make sure that they're happy and we're leading and we're trying we're moving collectively towards the bigger vision of the business but I think being a yeah being a good leader is about surrounding yourself with people that you trust that are better than you are mm-hmm. and being able to energize them all to collaboratively move forwards towards a bigger vision
0: yes I love that I love that so much oh my gosh there's no wrong or right answer I just love to see all the different <laughs> answers it just brings me so much value and so much different perspectives and I just grow so much as a coach as a leader too so thank you for sharing that <laughs> so do you have you know any last piece of wisdom you'd like to share with our audience today
1: there actually isn't a reason for you to compare yourself to other people Mm -hmm. you are enough and you are everything you need is in you whether you believe it yet or not whether you recognize it yet or not you are enough and you're capable and you totally can you just need to be comfortable asking for help you know, the, the most inspiring leaders in our world, the most influential like business men and women in our, on our planet are not doing this stuff by themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think what happens with smaller to medium sized enterprise startup entrepreneurs, coaches, all this sort of stuff, is they feel like they have to be able to do it all themselves to be seen as successful. And I can tell you right now that the most successful people in the world are not doing it by themselves. And we also have this challenge where because people feel like they're not enough or they're not capable or they'll be laughed at or their ideas silly or whatever it might be, we have people that never write that book, Mm. that never start that company, that never invent that thing. And that's just such a shame because the world needs you. The world needs your ideas. Whoever you are, if you've got them, you have a responsibility to share them. And so if you've got in the back of your mind i'm not enough i'm not capable people will laugh at me all of this sort of stuff i encourage you to ask for help to get past that barrier because you are enough you are capable and you totally can do it you just not you don't need to do it on your own you it's okay to ask for help
0: oh my gosh this is so good this was for me (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I like to have the control, you know, and do everything by myself, but I have to learn how to let go. Me too. Yeah. I, I totally get it.
1: And it's, the problem with that is that I fully accept now that I can't do the job that my team do as well as they can do it. Mm-hmm. My job is to be a leader, my job is to have the vision and to make sure we're on track with that. Yeah. Their job is to, and I call them my life glue because without them, <laughs> Absolutely. It would all fall to pieces, right? Yeah. Whether it's my PA, run, literally running my life and managing where I'm supposed to be and what links to click and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> to my ops team, to our customer service team, our maintenance team, everybody does their, you know, I couldn't do light switches <laughs> like my maintenance team can. If I tried to, we'd fail as a business because I'd probably electrocute somebody. So <laughs> it's okay to accept yeah. that you're not supposed to have all the answers. Nobody has all the answers.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, oh my gosh. Thank you so much for sharing all of this. So, where can people go to connect with you further in the online space?
1: So, uh, Instagram and Facebook are probably the um, most, uh, the places where I'm most active. Um, Instagram, I am Sarah Poynton is my uh, name on instagram and facebook sarah point and ryan ryan's actually my married name um so you can come and find me add me as a friend or connect with me send me a dm and let me know that you have heard me or, or heard this podcast um, let me know that you've kind of found me here and it'd be lovely to have a conversation with anybody that um needs any help with anything we've talked about uh, also i am on tiktok and linkedin and all the
0: other bits and pieces but <laughs> Um Facebook and Instagram is probably the best. Amazing. Well, thank you so much again for your time, for being here, for sharing so much golden nuggets with our audience. I just love to meet you so much and I wish you nothing but more success. <laughs>
1: thank you so much. And likewise, thank you so much for having me and thanks to everyone
0: for listening. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast.